Welcome to the Enterprise Excellence Podcast, where our purpose is to help create a better future. Learn from our world's experts how to improve your organization sustainably. Learn how to achieve and sustain an excellence journey for yourself, others, and the planet. And I'm your host, Brad Jevons, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. Hi everyone, got a good friend of mine on the podcast today, Mr. Simon Flagg, talking on a really important topic, visual management, and how to do it effectively and why. It's a must-listen episode because it really gets into that depth of why this is important and how simple it can be to set up, but it's not easy to make stick, and we cover some of those aspects and how you need to go about it. We've put together a free download on the uh, Enterprise Excellence Podcast download section you can get hold of to help. It's like a visual work instruction that goes into some depth and how to set this up. So listen to the show, hope you enjoy it. Go get the download and help set up your visual management more effectively and get more of a continuous improvement culture. And ultimately results, you know, growth, profit, reduction of impact, safety. Ultimately, whatever it is you're chasing to create a better future. Let's get to the show. Welcome to episode 139 of the Enterprise Excellence Podcast. There's such a pleasure to have Mr. Simon Flack on the show with us today. Simon is an expert in visual management. I've gained value from Simon over the years myself. It's been great. He's a senior consultant with DSS Plus and was formerly the Queensland chapter president of the AME and has been working in many industries, helping organizations improve and create a culture for the better. Let's get into the episode. Simon, thanks so much for joining us today, mate. Great. Thanks, Brad. It's been a long time coming. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, everyone. I've been chasing down Simon to come on the show for years, so it's uh, great to get you here, mate. Really appreciate it. Simon, let's ask the big question. Like, visual management is part of any improvement journey, and it seems to be a lot of the time just something people do. I put up visual management. But, mate, why is it such an important factor of moving towards enterprise excellence? Yeah, very good question. And really, um, with visual management, you really want to go back to basics and understand why you do things for the in the beginning. So really, it's about knowing what the score is. So if people don't know how they're performing, they don't know if they need to get better or worse. So, you know, you go to a sporting event, the first thing you do when you get to the sideline, you either look for the scoreboard or ask someone what the score is. So having that visual management uh, is really, really important. Yeah. Man, mate, who are you referring to when you're talking about the scoreboard, mate? Because I know I go to a lot of companies and I can see at the leadership level that there's often some sort of scoreboard they've got. But what are you referring to there, mate, seeing the score? So for everybody, mm. um, like everybody needs to understand how they're going. Like are they having a good day? Are they having a bad day? And it can't be just through feeling. So mm. being able to see, you know, whether you're on track or off track, um, it's just like driving your car. You look at your speedo to see if you're on the right speed or not. So same with with at work and how your performance is going. Yeah, yeah. And Matt, I know with um, myself, if I look at a, a lot of frontline teams, particularly in organisations, I often don't see the scoreboards. You know, I don't see that people can see what the score is. Yeah. Look, and I guess with COVID, uh, everyone, you know, we dispersed, we started to work remotely. Um, people become very good at building nice dashboards and BI reports and and all the things uh, and they're still in our like in our organizations right now so we don't see them yeah. like they're great if we're all sitting around a computer fabulous but the people that are out in the field don't see that so yeah. that's why it's really you know important to get them out there uh, get the scoreboards up or the visual performance centers up 
where everyone can see them. Yeah. I'm guessing that old saying, out of sight, out of mind can play out otherwise, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, mate, with an organization that's looking to go, okay, well, uh, my frontline people, maybe my middle management or even my senior leadership, we don't have a scoreboard that we can see. Um, one question I should ask with you on that, mate, is how often should they be able to see it, the scoreboard? Yeah, great question. Uh, and look, I was fortunate enough to do a, a lean masterclass with a sensei from um, Toyota a few years ago. And he said to me, if you measure things in seconds, you get 60 opportunities a minute. If you measure things in minutes, you get 60 opportunities an hour. So like keeping that philosophy, you want to have it up there as, and have it seen as often as you possibly can. So yeah. it will depend a lot on the tempo of the business. Uh, and, you know, if you're producing um, like with FMCG and you're producing lots of stock quickly, you want to have it up basically live. Uh, if you're building a house that takes a few weeks, you know, then maybe every day or so. Yeah. Yeah. So the more frequent, the better, because you have that many more opportunities to make improvement or catch a challenge and make improvement. Absolutely. And that's the whole purpose of this is to make our problems obvious. Like, uh, you know, and one of the key ingredients to a great performance management system is accepting reds. Mm. Like people get scared of reds and you need to move the culture where red just becomes an opportunity to do something. Uh, and and that's where you go. Mm. So what you're saying, mate, is a cultural aspect we need to be able to you know, actually make this work is to see the red as an opportunity, not as a negative. Absolutely. But, yeah. you know, it's drilled into us like from when we're school kids, red crosses, you know, when we get something wrong, yeah. uh, you know, so we've got to move away from that and it's just an opportunity. Yeah. The same as putting yellow. Like you see some of the performance management centers come in and they put yellow in. They go, oh, we're not on track, but we're okay. Let's just leave it yellow. Like we really need to grow the culture where it's red or green. We're mm. on track or we're off track and we're going to do something about it. Yeah. So I remember I had a number of years ago, I had Michael Jose, the, he was a GM of Toyota America and also people and culture leader. And he told a tale of when senior leaders came down to his work area when he was a frontline leader in a workshop. And he was proud to show him all the green on his board and that everything was green and wonderful for weeks and months. And they said to him, Michael's son, no good. You know, they wanted the red. They're like, mate, you're not pushing yourself enough. If you if you don't have any red, like, what are you doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an interesting mindset to get into place, but isn't it, mate? Like, like, what do you find? What do you find largely causes the impact where people don't see red as an opportunity? They're more seeing it as, oh, it's a problem. Hide it. Get rid of it. Yeah, look, I guess it starts with a bit of um, leading with fear. Uh, and and people come fearful of failure. You know, we're back to setting up a culture of psychological safety. So where people are free to raise issues, that they accept that reds are opportunities, and they're not fearful of what's going to happen to them if things aren't going well. Mm. The only time that people should be getting angry is if you've got a red and there's no plan to bring it back on track. Mm. You know, then you scale, scale your face up a little bit and go, what's going on? Yeah. But, you know, that's where it's at. Yeah. It's to embrace the red, see it as an opportunity, but don't see it as acceptable still. Like it's like we want to use it as an opportunity to move forward on. 
for sure. Yeah. For sure. And and it's all like a waste unless there's driving action. Mm. You can have the fanciest business reports or you can have the fanciest um, performance center, but unless it's driving action and problem solving, it's not worth a dime. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing on that, mate, with it needing to drive, you know, get some red and drive some pieces, I'm guessing that there's got to be some level of aspiration to it. Like it can't be just like a, a measure that you're just trying to flatline and hold hold the same forevermore if it's important, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So so there's always some aspiration. And the, the things that you're measuring, the metrics, need to be in the control of the people that attend that board. Mm. So there's no use putting like um, profit, company-wide profit on a frontline board. You know, make the metrics meaningful to the people, give them some control, uh, and let them control their own performance. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. So, mate, the big question now is like, what are the key steps in implementing this? You know, it sounds relevant, like where you talk about having this score. Can you see the score? How live can you see it? Is it aspirational? Is it within your control? Can you drive it there? But how do you go about actually getting this in place within a company and getting the results from it? Yeah, sure. So uh, great, great question. Um and the thing is that whatever you put up on the day one of doing this won't be there in day three or four or five. Like it will evolve. So, so, and that's meant to happen. So sketch things up to start with. Uh, don't use the gritting tape on day one because it will change. Like keep that for another day. But sketch things up, get people involved in the process uh, and get them to come along with you rather than doing it to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes with most of, you know, your CI interventions anyhow. Yeah, great, mate. So you're saying start by sketching it up, don't lock it in place and then involve people. What does it look like, mate, where you're looking to just sketch it up? How do you go about it creating that sketch? Like if you're at, let's say, a frontline factory team or a frontline warehouse team. Yep. So really look at your value driver trees and your KPI trees to start with. And start to build your golden thread through your business. So where you can see the contributions of everyone leading to the ultimate goal of the business. And once you've got that in the background, then take it to the people and get them to build the, the specific metrics that they want to measure. Um, you know, there's a facilitation aspect to this as well because they may or may not come up with the right answer. Um, often they will. But if they're off track, then the facilitation comes into it there as well. Cool, so, mate. So the yeah. two, two key steps of um, sketching it up is and involving them in it is the value tree and then the golden thread. Mate, do you mind for listeners explaining what the, the value chain is and that value connection and how to facilitate people thinking about that value piece through their sure. business? Yeah. So value driver trees, like every company really would have one in some level, whether it's formalized or not. But it's really the mathematical equations of the output of the business. You know, so so for simply uh, in, a, in a mining context, you know, if a truck is moving 100 tonnes an hour, uh, however many hours that it moves uh, material, you're going to get your, your mathematics there to run that out. So, and then it branches down into trees. So you go through mathematical drivers to eventually where it becomes a logical driver. Driver. So it's not really math. Uh, and that's some, you know, um, 
some some conditions that exist that may or may not impact on other conditions. Yeah. So, yeah. So go mathematical. Um, you want to go down to your logical drivers and then, you know, you want to make them mutually exclusive so that they don't impact each other. Okay. So what you're saying, mate, is it's like, what are the events that need to happen to get the result you're after? What are the sequences? And then as you go lower down to a, like a frontline team, it's going to be very much behavioral or stuff that's totally within their control. But what are those things that just need to work right yeah. to get to get that value flowing through that that part of their their, their area of the business? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you get into the business, it will become quite obvious to you what those drivers are. Mm. Uh, but then to visualize them, and I guess this is back to the visual performance center, visualizing the outcomes of those those drivers. You can tell whether you're on track or not. Um, and if you see them all together in one place, you can see the impact they have on each other as well. Yeah, you can see how it all connects together and works or, or isn't working. So, mate, with the you mentioned the golden thread, which is important of a business point of view also, but what is the golden thread that you can need to consider also when you're thinking about your measures for a performance board at, at any level, I guess? For sure. So it's really seeing the impact through all levels of the business. So uh, almost like cause and effect. So you throw a rock into the pond, you get the ripples. Um, very similar to that with golden thread. So if I turn up today and I bring my tools and I work for my six hours that I should be working, then that will contribute to the output that I make that contributes further and further into the value chain. So it's really making sure that everybody, the whole organisation can see the ultimate goal of the, the organisation. Okay, mate. So you can see the ultimate goal of the organization and you can look at your measures and go, are my measures aligned to that? You know, is what I do day to day going to actually help achieve that or not? And is there a connection? Yeah. And you may need to go from board to board to board to see that connection, Mm. Uh, but talk through it is the thing. Uh, and, And you really want that. So each level of leadership in the organization will have a different set of metrics. But if you put them all together on one big page, you'll see the tree and the golden thread. Yeah, and you can see it all. Is it? And that, I guess, ultimately made out of that, you get everyone pulling in the right direction. Like, are we all throwing our effort in the right direction towards the right scoreboard to ultimately get the outcomes we need for yep. customers? Absolutely. And that's why we need to know how we're going. Mm. If, yeah. if I know I'm going well, you know, then people up and downstream of me, like, will know whether they're going well or not. Yeah. Mate, just on the piece of, so we've spoken about, you know, sketching it up and how do you sketch it up and think about that, the value, you know, the value driver tree and then also the golden thread. Mate, how do you involve people, mate? What does that look like? Uh, Just asking them. So something new in their workplace will attract attention. So, So do it overtly. Do it like in the most popular place uh, that you can. Perhaps not the the grid room, but somewhere very close. Like so, uh, people still need their downtime, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, put it in a very obvious place that people walk past, and as they're walking past, they'll stop. Make sure that you you've got the like the, how you want to talk to them about it, uh, and go through that. Yeah. Okay. So many conversations involve people in the conversations and make it highly visible, like we're in the most in a public place where it can be seen. Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen some teams in uh, cultures that there may be a little bit of fear still looking to hide it away. 
you know, tuck it in the most darkest back room they can. It's uh, There can be some funny behaviors happen, I guess, where you get that situation of fear in, in an organization. For sure. And you'll, there'll be also visitors coming to your site as well. Uh, and you'll be concerned about commercial, um, you know, IP and, and you know, some commercial sensitivities there as well. And that's fair enough. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all trying to make a difference. Uh, and perhaps they've got something that they can share with you as well. Yeah. Neat. Hey, mate, what are some of the results that can be achieved by this? Because it's quite simple, isn't it? It's just helping people see the score and make sure that score's aligned to the value chain and aligned to the top-level strategy of the business. So it's it's not hard to do, but some critical behaviours involved that you've mentioned. But, mate, what results can be achieved out of this when done well? For sure. Yep. Look, it sounds easy. That's that's for sure. Uh, it's, it's often not. Mm. Uh, but once you start to get people aligned and engaged and solving their problems, then the sky's the limit. Like, you know, this is the whole thing with this. It will keep a continuous improvement culture going in your organisation and you will start to see results like as soon as people start to solve their own problems. Uh, the, the trick is really to keep it sustainable mm. and keep it in front of mind of people. So as soon as it gets tucked away or onto a computer, into a Power BI report, People forget about it. So yeah. keep it front and centre. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit when it comes to results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, mate? In the world that we're in now where you've got all this amazing report creation capability, but like you said, mate, if it's ultimately not visible and it's not in our face all the time, we don't meet around it all regularly, what point is it? Exactly right. Mm. I think most Power BI reports that I see only get looked at sort of every fortnight or every month and like that's that's not a <laughs> it's nowhere near that second cadence cadence that you mentioned from that toyota sensei that you learned from so true so true look power bi has its place um and if you are getting the right behaviors from your power bi reports like you know good on you um even putting them out and putting them on the wall is a step in the right direction so you know and there's a plethora of formats that you can use uh, for your performance centers, like and your 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 KPIs, um, but get something that works for you. So whether you use green and red printing out, like I can see in your background there, or picking up a green or red pen, if it works for you, that's what you should be doing. Yeah, what's the most simple and fast way that you can do it when it comes down to it? Yeah, absolutely, that's it. So you, it could be just a box with a number in it, and you draw it in green or red, whether you're on track or not. Yeah, I appreciate it, mate. Hey, Simon, on this topic of visual workplace, mate, if you had two minutes in an elevator with a senior leader or a business improvement leader, what would be the tip you'd give them, mate? That real rapid, hey, mate, here's what you should consider. Yep. So I would say, do your people know how they're doing today? Are they winning or losing? And if not, why not? And and that's pretty much where I would leave it. Like, And, you know, get them to understand the value and the power of everybody knowing how that how they're traveling each day yeah it's neat mate help help everyone set up their football field so they know how to play the game and can see the score absolutely absolutely yeah that's neat mate mate what's been a recent insight for you like i know some you're a constant learner and you've done so much through your career and now you're with dss plus mate what's been a recent insight for you a recent learning so for me it's really the post-covid 
uh, era that we're in now. Like, so the world's changed. It's never going to go back to the way it used to be, uh, which is a bit of a shame, of course. But how do we get back to meeting face-to-face, having things front of mind and utilising all of the great skills that we picked up using computers and working remotely, but rolling that into our day-to-day work today? Um, so I've seen that work quite well. Uh, and like there's plenty and plenty of opportunities where um, that happens. Uh, so it's just a matter of finding it, putting in the fit in together. Yeah, taking what you've shared with us in this episode and applying it to the, the current world that we're in and the world that's to come. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. Mate, how can, how can people reach out to you or DSS Plus to learn more, mate? How can they get in touch? Yeah, so uh, obviously onto our website, so uh, dssplus.com, and we'll put a link up somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, or you can send me an email as well, and we'll put that up later on too. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. Well, Simon, thank you so much, mate, for coming on and sharing knowledge on such an important topic, one that can create such a big difference. And, mate, thanks for helping us create a better future. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. Cheers, Simon. What a great episode. Remember, you can visit our website to get hold of the visual, infographic, or work instruction on creating a high-quality visual management system within your organization. Go to the enterpriseexcellencepodcast.com backslash downloads to get hold of it. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast to help others gain insights and create a better future. Spread the word. Get the info out there. This is definitely one others need to listen to. There were two key takeaways for me from this episode. Firstly, help everyone create their aligned scoreboard. When you think about it, any sporting game, it would be boring if you could not see the score. If you could not see the score as live as possible, it would also be very off-putting, you know, if you could only see it at halftime or at the end of the game. Knowing the score in as live a way as possible is highly important to helping people see the challenges and improve. As Simon mentioned, if you knew the score every second, you have 60 chances every minute to see a challenge and improve. Helping teams at all levels of the organization form an effective scoreboard they believe in and can control and make a difference towards is so important. The second key takeaway for me was align the scoreboards. Aligning all scoreboards strategically, the golden thread as Simon mentioned, and also to the value chain or value stream, internal and external customers, as well as the process performed is so important. This alignment ultimately ensures we are playing and improving the right game to live our purpose and achieve our vision for our customers ourselves, others, and the planet, however far your organization's vision and purpose stretches. Thanks again for your time and knowledge, Simon. Thanks for helping us create a better future. Bye for now.